You're listening to the Wellness Insider Network, episode number one. Welcome to the Wellness Insider Network podcast, a place where you'll discover how to create a balanced, vibrant, and stress-free life with the right food, herbs, and self-care techniques. I'm your host, Lana Camille. I'm a college professor, drug information pharmacist, and an herbalist. Thank you for joining me on this adventure. Let's get the show started. Hello again. I'm very excited about this new project. And since this is the first episode, I'd like to introduce myself and tell you a little bit about my journey. In addition to that, I would like to tell you why I've decided to create this podcast, who it is for, and what to expect in the future episodes. My home is Boston, Massachusetts, where I live now with my husband and my furry friends. You have also probably figured out by my accent that I was not born here. When I was 16 years old, I immigrated from Eastern Europe, Ukraine to be more precise. It was an exhilarating time in my life. I was exposed to a completely new culture, new people, new traditions. But I also was uncertain about my future, about my place in the society, and about my family well-being. Soon after I came to Boston, I had to make a decision about what to do with my life. I decided to follow in the footsteps of my great-grandmother, who was a homeopathic pharmacist in Ukraine. And in reality, I really never regretted my decision to go to pharmacy school. I liked sciences. I wanted to help others. But soon after, I learned that it was not the easiest path. Uh, like for most of us, it was more complicated than I originally expected. So one specific episode that happened to me right before the start of my second year in pharmacy school kind of stuck in my mind. On a particularly hot and muggy August day, I was sitting in my bedroom and I was sobbing. This was the day before I had to return to pharmacy school. My parents found me crying and they really could not understand what was going on. So they tried to persuade me that I shouldn't worry, that everything will be okay, that I shouldn't be afraid. I felt very, very foolish and almost like a three-year-old not wanting to let her mommy go. And only later, as I replayed this in my mind, I knew what was really happening. And you probably know as well. I was anxious. I was anxious and I was very overwhelmed. And I don't know about you, but when I get tired and stressed, few problems surface for me. So psychologically, my mind becomes very scattered. I'm anxious. I'm overwhelmed. I'm scared. Sometimes I can even be depressed. And physically, I cannot sleep. I have trouble remembering. I can't pay attention have some stress-related digestive problems, even skin problems like acnes and breakouts and, and eczema. So now let's fast forward this several years and I graduate from my pharmacy program and then complete my residency. And I learn how to treat other people with conventional medicines and later even become a pharmacy professor. 
but I'm still struggling to figure out how to heal myself. So after several years, I learned that I was not alone. And I realized that many people in the society feel the same way. And I wanted to find uh, a better solution, a better way to deal with these problems. So students in my classroom and even the research that's done in this field consistently support the fact that stress negatively affects their learning, focus, attention, uh, often sleep, sometimes immune system, and so they get colds and flus, cardiovascular system, and even weight, digestive, mental health, other issues also can surface. So what I've decided to do about all of this is I decided to study preventative medicine. And as you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So let me stop for a second and ask you a question. What herbs do you consume on a regular basis? You might be naming some or you might be saying none. And this is what my students typically uh, respond, the way they typically respond to me. So when I remind them that there is coffee and tea and red wine and chocolate and various spices and even aloe, echinacea, lavender, ginger, all these things that are herbs and are plants, most of them realize that it was a trick question. Most things that we consume come from the plant kingdom. And I was incredibly curious about learning more. So when I looked at prevention, herbal medicine really resonated with me the most. I completed several programs studying herbal medicine, apprenticeship programs, and uh, certificate studies. And about 15 years ago, when my dean of School of Pharmacy encouraged me to explore the bridge between conventional medicine and complementary medicine, I got all excited. So my adventures took me to a variety of conferences and workshops, and I brought different clinicians and researchers back to my students, back to my classroom, to share wisdom and to share expertise with a small group of our students specifically interested in natural medicine. For the past few years, though, I've been having more and more conversations in my office with the students from other disciplines, from different disciplines. Many of them reach out to me to learn about alternatives or different path to healing. A large number wants to preserve health and even help their loved ones. So in response to all of this, I started to learn as much as I could about resilience and grit and effects on performance and what's more, more important, effects on well-being and health. And if you can picture a tree during a storm, many will bend but will not break. This image always stays with me. This image helps me to remember that this is what someone who is strong and resilient is going to be like during the time of stress or during the time of hardship. I am certain you've heard many times the famous quote, whatever doesn't break us makes us stronger. And I'm convinced that self-care in our society is the way to make us stronger. 
So in response to everything I was hearing and learning, about two years ago, I started a personal blog. And it had three main threads, herbal medicine, food, and self-care techniques. So if any of this resonates with you and you're wondering where you should begin, let me share with you seven of my absolute favorite strategies. So rule number one or strategy number one, start by evaluating your sleep. Each one of us needs to sleep eight hours or more every night. Sleep is our janitor. During sleep, our lymphatic system removes a lot of toxins and toxic products that prevent us from being sharp and from prevent us from uh, being focused the next day. So sleep is incredibly important. In the beginning of 1900s, on average, people slept for nine hours. Today, what you find is average is between six and seven. We do not evolve that quickly. So sleeping eight hours is super important. Strategy number two, look into simple recipes to support your health. So many of us are rushing. Sometimes breakfast doesn't make it into the picture for many of my students. So I always encourage them to uh, check out local farmers markets for good nourishing food. And I promise that we will be talking a lot more about this topic and I will provide you with different strategies on how to handle your morning better. Rule number three, consider relaxing and restorative exercise. Whether this means doing Tai Chi or yoga, dancing, or simply taking a walk uh, after work, moving is incredibly important for every person. Strategy number four, enjoy yourself every single day. Get a dose of laughter with funny YouTube videos or maybe podcasts. Listen to something cheerful every day. Relax and also take few deep breaths. Strategy number five, explore good quality food-based vitamins and minerals and supplements. Uh, I like thinking about fish oil or recommending fish oil. And yes, we will definitely be talking a lot more about variety of areas associated with this particular strategy. Rule number six, look into cognition supporting adaptogens and other herbs. It's important to explore good companies and also good resources. Also, you want to not only think about herbs and supplements as capsules. It's super important, it's crucial to eat and drink them to cook with them, to grow them on your windowsill or in your garden. Also to read about them and recommend them to your family and to your friends. And so my strategy number seven, this is the final but most important one. Spend time with your family and your friends. Spend as much time as you can with people that love and support you. This is the most important strategy or this is the most important rule in staying happy and healthy. And believe it or not, a lot of research supports this as well. I have created a quick summary sheet for you. So if you'd like to get these seven rules or seven strategies, head over to www.wellnessinsidernetwork.com slash one for the first episode. So www.wellnessinsidernetwork.com slash one. 
to read my show notes and also to download this summary sheet. Over the past 15 years, I have been developing a wellness network, a network of people that I learn from, people that I follow, invite to my classroom. Today, I'm taking the next step of inviting you, my listener, to become the insider in this network. And I'm super grateful for you joining me for this journey. I look forward to sharing with you conversations with healthcare leaders and professionals who will discuss their ideas and their strategies for healthier and more vibrant life. And in the meantime, please subscribe to this podcast to receive the future episodes. Have a happy and wonderful day. Be smart, be healthy, be you. Thank you.